0: Intelligent Radio, fueled by Lucky's Station.
1: With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The chief U.S. envoy at UNESCO says anti-Israel bias and opaque bureaucracy are hobbling the agency. U.S. Charge affair Chris Hegedorn says the U.S. has decided to leave the cultural agency.
2: As we explained to the secretariat and many concerned fellow member states, our decision was based on both practical and policy grounds. One key factor stems directly from this body's decision to admit the Palestinians with member state status in this organization.
1: Hagedorn urging UNESCO today in Paris to do more to prevent violent extremism through education, notably on social media. No prison time for Bo Bergdahl. That ruling yesterday from a judge disappointed some who feel the now dishonorably discharged Army sergeant should face more punishment for abandoning his post in Afghanistan. The sentence was condemned by President Trump as a disgrace. This
0: is SRN News. Michael Medved is with the president on getting rid of the diversity lottery system. It is entirely appropriate that the United States should say we have plenty of immigrants. We need to get the right ones. Those of us who have long supported immigration reform have long opposed the diversity lottery. Getting into the United States
3: shouldn't be a matter of a golden ticket.
0: The president is right about that. The Michael Medved Show, afternoons at 2 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Just after 1 o'clock here on AM 1280, The Patriot, and coming up next, it's the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's the headliner, the local one. Mitch Berg is in studio. Be sure to tune in tomorrow, Sunday at 2 p.m. for The Closer, Brad Carlson, and for the best economic insight, there's only one place to turn, and that's Business 1440, the King Banyan Show, Saturday and Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. From the Blue Ox Heating and Air Weather Center, the Drizzle stays with us today. We'll top out around 40 degrees.
1: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
0: This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The longest running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great
1: to be back in Minnesota today.
0: Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act Mitch Bird. Welcome back
4: to Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. It's the show that says send us your tired, huddled masses yearning to see red. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot, making talk radio great again. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, ShotInTheDark.info, going on 16 years as one of Minnesota's prominent uh, center-right politics, pop culture, history, and music blogs. Uh, This broadcast going on uh, 15 years now, 15, 14 years, 14 years, dominating uh, Twin Cities Weekend uh, Radio, and thus dominating Twin Cities Radio, because Weekend is... Where all the fun radio happens, all the all the radio that you actually need is on the weekends. Here, what are you going to listen to? A bunch of Chucklehead morning hosts. Ah, some of them are pretty good, <laughs> but uh, anyway, I hope you enjoy. I'm glad to have you all here all these years. Uh, it's been an interesting week. I and I say that every week. I get that because this is is it's when you get to talk about politics one day a week. There's always hours and hours and hours of material to talk about. There's it's it's never. It never fails you. Uh, I cannot recall in all these almost 14 years of doing this show ever running short of material, ever walking in here, even when I had spent no time prepping whatsoever for the show and thinking, oh, what am I going to talk about today? Unironically, Uh, it's always something, but this one more than most, just because we have elections coming up on Tuesday. Some of you may not even know that. And To be honest, some of you may live in jurisdictions that are not having local elections today. But if you live in the big three cities in the metro area, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Bloomington, it's election day coming up on Tuesday. And uh, that's going to be a a big one in Minneapolis and St. Paul. Uh, The mayor and uh, much of the city council is at stake in both of the major cities. And I believe uh, Bloomington is having a city council election as well because we'll be, in fact, uh, interviewing one of the candidates for the uh Bloomington uh, Bloomington City Council uh coming up in just a bit here uh later on in the hour here. Uh we we try and stay up on what's going on in Bloomington because uh, lots of lots of stuff happens in Bloomington that you have to stay on top of. Larry Frost is a candidate for Bloomington uh, Bloomington City Council and uh you can look at some of the first tier suburbs like Bloomington, Richfield, uh, Edina, uh Roseville. And see, well, it's like this. If you diagnose someone with skin cancer, one of the things you do is monitor the lymph nodes to see if it's starting to metastasize. Whenever a stupid idea pops up in Minneapolis or St. Paul, you have to watch that, but you also have to watch the first tier suburbs because that's the first place these stupid ideas will metastasize to. The The decline in uh, education, for example, started in Minneapolis and St. Paul, but as the uh, Center of the American Experiment has shown and and intellectual takeout has shown over this last uh, year or so, the problem has spread like a cancer to uh, uh, to, uh, Edina in particular, once famous for some of the finest schools, uh, public system schools, at least in America. Now, kind of a joke, <laughs> but, a, but a relentlessly politically correct joke, a, a left of center joke, ergo a joke no one's laughing at. Anyway, we're going to talk about uh, developments in Minneapolis and St. Paul, the elections coming up as well as some of the stuff that's happened. But before I do, I want to just take a moment to, to castigate the law enforcement media complex in this country. Now, when I say law enforcement media complex, you may not have heard the term. That's fine. I invented it this morning when I was writing about this piece. Uh, I didn't invent the term military-industrial complex. Obviously, that was Dwight Eisenhower. I didn't inter. I didn't invent the term educational-industrial complex. That was our good friend Eric, the Transit Geek, hair, uh twenty odd years ago, invented that term, and it was a perfectly appropriate term at the time to determine the uh, to to depict the unholy alliance of the education industry. Uh, at least the public education industry, and the consultant class that uh, drives it, and the political class that drives them. Uh, the law enforcement media complex uh, is a brand new term that I have invented, but I'm going to stand by it because it makes perfect sense. Because law uh, journalists, he, and let's just take journalists at their word, that they're trying to do a good job and a balanced job and aren't biased and yada, yada, yada. We know better, but for purposes of argument, let's just say that they're all doing their job exactly the way they tell them to say they're doing their job in J school, biased, uh, non-biased, impartial, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Still, when you are in the media, one of the things that you attempt to do, and I've been there, I have been a, a reporter freelance, but a reporter nonetheless, is you try and find the best, most authoritative sources you can. And a, a law enforcement sources, as a general rule, are considered pretty reliable, for better or worse, they are, and, and generally for better. For example, years ago, in the immediate wake of the Darren Ivanovich shooting, I castigated a Star Tribune reporter for uh, basically playing the left's narrative in place of, of journalism. And his response to me was, well, this is what's on the police report. And for a variety of reasons, it wasn't a good answer, and I, I took him to task for it, and I've been sort of off of his Christmas card list ever since. That's fine. That's my job, uh, bagging on reporters who who carry the water for the narrative, because it was shortly pointed out by the, the county prosecutor that, uh, in fact, I was right, he was wrong. Uh, and by the way, the county prosecutor is another one of the sources that, that media people generally consider absolutely un- unimpeachable. And... 95 to 99% of the time they're right. Uh there's always exceptions and and one of them came up this past week. Uh last week uh there was a shooting at a Walmart in Denver, uh killed 3 people. Uh now Colorado is uh a shall issue state. Now just like Minnesota, you can't carry a, carry a gun everywhere in Colorado. A couple of years ago, James Holmes murdered 33 people, I think it was, in a in a theater in Aurora, Colorado, which is a gun-free zone. And by the way, make no mistake about it, a very difficult place to shoot in self-defense. A lot of innocent bystanders. You're jammed into a theater, for crying out loud. It's It, it would be a tough shot, even for an expert marksman in self-defense. But Colorado is a shallow issue state, so people have the right and means and the right to keep and bear the means to defend themselves, their families, their communities, and their property. Okay? And they're at Walmart, which, let's indulge in stereotypes, is pretty much the hangout for real Americans. And by the way, real Americans, my definition of real Americans is people who take all ten definitions of the uh, Bill of Rights seriously and as individuals. The individual right to speak, worship, assemble, publish, be secure in your possessions, have a jury trial, oh, and keep and bear arms to defend yourself, your family, your property, and your community. Anyway, during this shooting, as the shooting broke out in the Walmart, a number of these law-abiding citizens who had passed background checks and obtained Colorado carry permits drew their firearms reacting admirably, courageously, and appropriately to a potentially lethal situation, a not just potential mass shooting, but a mass shooting, in fact, by drawing their legal firearms, holding their positions or withdrawing, and getting ready to engage the shooter if he came at them. Now, the media, the Denver Post, reported this as... And the headline is just rich. The, the Denver Post's report on this action says that these law-abiding citizens drawing their guns, quote, made law enforcement's investigation more difficult. Here's the paragraph. Those who drew their weapons during the shooting ultimately delayed the investigation as authorities poured over surveillance videotape trying to identify the assailant who killed three people, police said on Thursday. It just the, the, the message being law enforcement or a source within law enforcement anyway told a reporter that they were annoyed that they had to go pouring through lots of surveillance tape to find out who was the real shooter To distinguish the shooter who was murdering people from the ones who were covering their family's withdrawal from the shooting area. In other words, let me put it as delicately as it deserves to be put. Shut your face and stop your whining about being forced to do your jobs because people had the unmitigated gall to see to their own defense. And by the way, same goes to the media for carrying this whining as if it's news. If someone hears shooting in the room that they're in and their first thought is, quote, well, I hope my actions don't impede the police investigation as to why I'm dead and my family's dead and everyone around me is dead. Rather than defending your life, your family, and your community, whether you fight or whether you run, and I will never judge you, anyone, for doing either. But if the first thought in their mind is, boy, I hope my defending myself doesn't impede the police and the prosecutors in any way, then you're insane. You're insane. Uh, I used to wonder... I used to honestly wonder why the news media and and officialdom, some police, some county prosecutors, I used to wonder why these people were confused as to why people these days trust them less than used car dealers. Now when I hear this confusion as to why people trust the media less than used car dealers, I just get angry. I get angry for the gall they have wasting my time. Asking why we even wonder about it. Stories like this. The idea that you and me, the common peasant, should value our lives, the lives of our family, the safety of people in our community, less than the precious time of the cops that we pay to go over the surveillance tapes and make that difficult judgment call as to which person is murdering people and which ones, plural, are seeing to their own defense and that of their fellow American, their fellow citizen, their fellow shopper, their fellow human. Swear, I want to find this reporter and smack him upside the head with a fish or maybe... Maybe a deer carcass. It's, uh, I've had enough. We'll be getting to your phone calls in just a moment here, by the way. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. It's uh, the Northern Alliance Radio Network on a deer opener Saturday here in Minnesota. Wondering, what did all those deer wonder about, uh, know about Hillary Clinton? Hmm?
3: America.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax deductible.
7: A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across
3: America,
7: the
1: Hey, good day. Welcome to our show, eh? Hey, good day. Hey, before you get locked in for the winter, you should think about an Arctic spa for your backyard. Oh, yeah. Hey, they have those all weather pools, too. Yeah, swimming outside in a snowstorm. It's awesome. Arctic spas are created in Canada. I say created. Because all the research is done in real weather conditions, just like Minnesota. That's so awesome. So what makes an Arctic Spa different? Everything from the flooring, where you don't need a cement slab, the insulation, the pumps, the motors, the computer, the cover, you know, everything, really. The Arctic Spa is the number one choice for replacement. That means people who know about hot tubs, well, they always choose the Arctic. Take off, eh? And Arctic spas are the only way to hot tub in Minnesota. With the deals going on right now, there has never been a better time to take the plunge, eh? So you're asking where do we go Well, you go to Premier Pool in Chanhassen today, online at premierpools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously, eh? Premierpools.com. If you're part of a small business, please listen for the next 55 seconds. Hallidon Law's Larry Frost may save you thousands of dollars. Don't let the pace of your business blind you to the laws you have to follow, even if you don't know they exist. Larry specializes in small business law, forming companies, writing and litigating contracts, advising you before you get in legal trouble. Avoiding disputes with suppliers, clients, and the government is a lot cheaper than solving disputes. Here is
3: Larry Frost of Paladin Law. My goal is to meet with you and discuss your unique situation. Together, let's see if you need legal representation. If you do, I will work with you to take the legal actions needed so you can concentrate on running your business undistracted by legal worries or conflicts. I know you'll sleep better at night once you know that you're protected. Larry came from a military family
1: and spent 27 years serving in the Marines and Army. Paladin Law will bring the same ethics and teamwork to your business. Paladin Law. Have law, will travel. Paladinlawmn.com.
4: Yeah, it's a time of year again. AM12A, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. I, I was thinking this song driving around the other day. The
0: legend lives on from the Chippewa on down the big lake they call Gitchagooey.
4: Driving down University Avenue thinking, my car might capsize. The lake
0: it is said never gives up her bit when the skies of November turn gloomy. Waves of snow pouring over the bow or put With
4: loud. A load
8: of iron ore, 26,000 tons more than the Edmund Fitzgerald waiting
0: My starboard door rattling in the... Start right, right that door. good shipping drew was a bone to be chewed when the gales of November came early.
4: Aye, that it did. We all turn into Mariners in Minnesota this time of year. Ship
8: was the pride of the American side.
0: Coming back from some mill in Wisconsin.
8: And there you
4: go, laddie. Where'd the New England accent come from? As the
0: go, it was bigger than most. With a crew and good captain, well seasoned. Hoping to make it to Victoria Avenue.
7: some terms.
0: A couple of steel firms when they left fully loaded for Cleveland. A long road triple. And later that night when the ships bell rang.
4: could it be the north wind they've been feeling? I made a I minute I to St. Cloud if i a minute to be able to get past the construction near Near Monticello. I don't know why I'm talking like the captain from Jaws. The wind in
7: the wires made a it tattletale. tilt. Still like anybody at the, the way Edmund way Fitzgerald sounded like that.
4: Someone look it up. And every man knew as the captain did. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Uh, I'm feeling a little silly, but then silliness kind of goes along with Minneapolis and St. Paul elections. And I'm going to talk about Minneapolis and St. Paul and for a bit at least today, Bloomington elections. And with us uh, on the line, by the way, from Edina via phone, uh, Rebecca and Edina wants to talk about the Edina election. Uh, Rebecca, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network.
9: Thanks for having me.
4: Yeah, so you have a comment about the elections which are coming up on Tuesday in Edina.
9: Right. I just want to tell you I totally agree with you 100 percent that uh, all these problems are coming from Minneapolis into our uh, other uh, areas, and especially in Edina. You see it in Alpha News, you see it in American Experiment, and even on Fox News recently, just the indoctrination of children that's taking place and, and going so forth is with uh, white privilege. It's just insane. And we have three candidates I'm outdoor knocking for, uh, conservative candidates, that uh, Chad Bell. Owen Michelson and Faisal Derry, that would be a great candidate to elect on Tuesday.
4: Absolutely. Well, best of luck, and hope you uh, make some headway. Uh, I don't know what it will take to get uh, the citizens of some of these cities angry enough to actually break the the chain and maybe maybe break their addiction to uh, big and silly government. Not just the government spending. The spending is is in a place like Edina is is a secondary problem. Just the fact that you have. Uh, an educational industrial complex in a place like Edina that is more willing to follow politically correct fashion and to essentially serve to support the DFL's political class and agenda uh, first and deal with educating children somewhere down the list. I mean, it's not even second for crying out loud in school districts like this. As By the way, as we pointed out a week or two ago, the school district in Osseo had the moral courage to do. They fired The same, uh, the Pacific Educational Group Consulting Group, uh, that has brought this politically correct, bloody, shirt-waving madness to cities like Minneapolis, St. Paul, and Edina. (laughs) And and by the way, these people are making six, seven-figure contracts off of these school districts to basically bring an agenda of racial identity shaming in hopes that being able to shame other people for the race they were born in will narrow the achievement gap for African-American students. Not going to claim to be an expert on education, but I know enough to know that's just complete garbage. Garbage. Trash. Festering dumpster juice. Speaking of which, Minneapolis uh, opted decades ago for municipal trash collection, which explains why there is no trash anywhere in North Minneapolis. It's why you never find Couches dumped on the street, mattresses leaned up against people's garages, trash strewn about the place all over North Minneapolis. No siree, Bob. Hasn't happened because they adopted Cuban-style trash collection 40 years ago. That's why many North Minneapolis and the rest of the city is as neat as a pin wherever you go. You can eat off the streets at Plymouth and Sheridan. Sheridan, you honestly can <laughs> Of course, Bloomington has been uh, fighting the battle to bring itself uh, Cuban or North Korean-style trash collection for years now. Uh, we'll have uh, the uh, city council candidates uh, coming up to join us here shortly uh, from from uh, Larry Frost right, from Bloomington. Larry Frost from Bloomington will be joining us. He was one of the uh, people in the battle against uh, Cuban-style trash collection in uh, Bloomington. Now, St. Paul, of course— Inevitably, is next uh, to to line up. I mean, like you remember when your mom used to say, "You'd, you'd go to your mom and say, all the all the other kids want to go do something stupid. I want to go do something stupid too.'" And your and your parents would look to you and say, ah, "What if all of your friends jumped off a cliff? Would you do it too?" And the people, the seven people on the Saint Paul City Council and Mayor Chris Coleman, and the people they lead in that office were universally into almost to a person. The kids who would have answered their parents, well, yeah, yes, I will follow them off a cliff. In this case, the kid that they're following off the cliff is the city of Minneapolis and St. Paul, never to be left behind by a stupid idea from west of the river. It has reached a, quote, agreement on a trash collection system now. I'm not going to call it Cuban or North Korean style trash collections. It's not going to be city municipal trash. The analogy I'll use for is Sopranos style trash collection or Mafia style trash collection. Stick with me; I'll, it'll become clear. Uh, this is from the uh, the Pioneer Press, I think Star Tribune, as of yesterday. After 14 months of negotiations, seven contract proposals and 10 drafts, St. Paul officials say they have reached an agreement for coordinated collection with the city's 15 private waste haulers. The city council will vote on the contract next Wednesday and set rates the following week. Quote, this contract allows us to provide residents with efficient and equitable service at reasonable and uniform rates, said uh, one of the city council people. Now, I looked at the rates they were proposing during the most recent round of negotiations. The reasonable and uniform rate is naturally, of course, five five bucks a month higher than I've been paying for the last four or five years now. I I mean, bear in mind. Now, in St. Paul, you contract with your own trash haulers, which means there could be, during the course of a given week, five, ten different garbage trucks going through your alley. Depending on the morning, you could have two or three of them rumbling past in your in your alley. Big whoop. Who? Can, I mean, I I hear some of my neighbors on some of the neighborhood social media fora say, "Well, I just don't like having so many trucks rumbling through my alley." And I don't know, maybe it's because I live on a busy street, uh, the major east west thoroughfare between University and and Como Avenue. Uh it's. I mean there's sirens there's vehicles going through there's some okay, the occasional semi lots of light trucks going by uh so you have to be a, after 20 years of living there I'm a little immune to some of the noise and as with most bobble-headed socialist ideas in St. Paul. It's being driven by people from Merriam Park and Crocus Hill and Irvine Park, people who are used to lots of quiet on demand. And by the way, who are used to going up to city council people and saying, jump, and having them go off. What, ma'am? I mean, that's These are people who are used to having lots of political clout because, of course, like... Kenwood in Minneapolis and and Minnehaha Creek in Minneapolis this is and and Nicollet Island in Minneapolis this is where the DFLers with power live Merriam Park Crocus Hill Irvine Park and that's where DFLers on oh, St. Anthony Park DFLers with lots of money who are used to and feeling entitled to having political clout live that's their joint and so yeah, a car going through their alley is a rare thing, three trucks a week. Uh probably it's it's a major imposition on 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 them and their and their deep thoughts apparently. Anyway, the reasonable uniform rate in my neighborhood is uh, going to be $5 a month higher than I've been paying for years and years and years now, which by the way now we had a free we have currently and God willing we'll find a way to continue having a a free market system for trash. I've been going with the same trash hauler for years and years and now. It's a little maw and paw operation from Southie Paul. They run a couple trucks. They run an honest operation. They give me a good rate for the money and great customer service. If I want to throw a few extra bags out, we're good. They work out a nice price for me. If, uh, if, If I need to stretch a day on a payment, which I haven't had to do in a few years, they're fine with it. As long as everything's up in the, on the up and up, they're perfectly fine. Kind of the exact opposite of every government operation you'll ever deal with in your life. But I'm going to be paying five bucks more a month for the <clears throat> privilege of having a trash hauler that I didn't choose, picking up my trash when they want, the way they want, how they want. And I'll be paying more for it. And that money will be going, not so much to the trash hauler, I'm sure they'll get a little kick out of the deal, but mostly it's going to go to pay the salary of at least another DFL union dues-paying city employee to administer the Coordinated Trash Program. And when I say another DFL use paying employee, it probably going to be two or three because this is St. Paul for the love of God. It's going to be a union job. It's going to be feather bedded. It's going to be expensive. And there's going to involve a couple of pensions that I and every other St. Paulite and eventually all the rest of you in Minnesota will wind up paying because while I'm going to be on the hook for it up front, like all the other public employee pensions in St. Paul, eventually it will default and all the rest of you will wind up paying for their pensions as well as everyone else's too. Oh, there's more. Oh, no, it doesn't end there. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Northern Alliance, join me, please.
2: Just because two people have similar Medicare coverage doesn't mean they pay the same amount. Take Bowling Pals Carl and Richard, for example. They have the exact same Medicare supplement, same doctor network, and same Part D prescription drug plan. But Carl's monthly supplement premium is a lot more affordable. He pays $400 a year less than Richard for the exact same benefits. That's because Carl compared his health insurance options side by side by calling 1-800-711-9988 and speaking to a licensed insurance agent at eHealth. Carl was able to find a more affordable Medicare supplement insurance plan from an insurance company he could trust. Why pay more than you have to? Call 1-800-711-9988 for your free, no-obligation, side-by-side Medicare plan comparison. Illustrative example. Savings not guaranteed. Not affiliated or endorsed by the government. This is a solicitation of insurance.
7: Mike Gallagher here for Relief Factor. You might be asking, who should consider ordering Relief Factor? Well, anyone with pain that's keeping them from doing things that bring joy to their life. Maybe taking a long walk, not having the pain, riding a bike, playing golf again without pain, opening a jar or sewing or using a hammer, even rolling out of bed every morning without pain. For me, I had hip replacement. And then I had a little bit of a scooter accident in New York, left me miserable, aches and pains until I started. Relief Factor, heard about him on the radio. I started to take Relief Factor, a packet in the morning, a packet in the evening. You know what? I was completely pain-free. I want to prove it to you by you taking the three-week quick start from Relief Factor. It's only $19.95. Do you know 80% of those who take the quick start order again? We know it works. So if your pain isn't worth the price of a cup of coffee a day to lower, then you're not in much pain. If it is worth it, try the three-week quick start. ReliefFactor.com, ReliefFactor.com, or call 800-500-8384,
6: ReliefFactor. Hi, I'm Pam. I'm a student at Online Trading Academy. I think the biggest advantage at Online Trading Academy is you're really taking control and being involved in your own financial future. Even if you don't know anything about trading, but you'd like to learn more, this is really the place to go because there's such a wealth of information there and so many resources if you have questions. When you take classes at OTA, you really are shortening the learning curve. I think it's a great thing for women to learn about trading, uh, markets, finances. It's something you can do if you're working or if you're staying at home. Either way, they say most women are very good traders. By managing my own finances, I am keeping more money in my own pocket. I would definitely recommend Online Trading Academy.
2: Call OTA at pound 250 on your cell phone or go to learnwithota.com. Again, that's learnwithota.com.
1: If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. One, two, three, four! AM
0: 1280
1: The Patriot,
4: Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651 289 4488 the number to call should you care to join me. And I honestly hope you do. Hey, don't forget, a week from tonight, the tour begins. A week from tonight, one of my bands, Elephant in the Room, will be playing at the uh, Sundance in Maple Grove, four hours of uh, 50s through 90s rock and roll. And then, a week from tomorrow, my other band, the Supreme Soviet of Love, will be having its album release party out at uh, Orgera's in St. Paul. Uh, opening act will be Elephant in the Room. The doors open at five o'clock. Elephant in the Room goes on the uh, uh, on stage at six thirty, but uh, Supreme Soviet of Love, of course, goes on at eight. One hour set. You'll be home in time for uh, you'll you'll be uh, <laughs> you'll be home in time for uh, the Walking Dead rerun at ten o'clock if you're if you're so inclined in plenty of time. Or for the news or or to get to bed on a school night, whatever it is you got to do. Hoping to have a couple special guests joining us on stage as well. Uh, so, stay tuned. Make sure you just be there. $5 cover, by the way, at O'Gara's a week from tonight. And by the way, it's uh, by my esteemed pleasure to announce two things. Uh, the album goes on sale on Friday on a digital download or uh, by CD uh, someplace near you. I'll be selling CDs at the, uh, at the event, by the way, on, uh, on the 12th. Maybe even bring a few with me a week from tonight out at uh, the Sundance in, in Maple Grove. But the Supreme Soviet of Love uh, CD, Sea Red, will be on sale. Uh, on, uh, Sunday evening at, uh, at Ogaris. You can also download it from iTunes. You can actually do early purchase on iTunes and Amazon and, uh, some of the other music, uh, download sites right now if you want. Uh, you can pre-order it. One song is available. They used to call them singles, now they call them teasers. That's available right now. So uh, check it out if you want. Just go look for the Supreme Soviet of Love. I'll post a link at Shot in the Dark uh, sometime when I get a moment here. We're talking about the elections in Minneapolis and St. Paul, as well as Bloomington. We'll be talking with Larry Frost uh, in a few minutes here, who's running for the city council in Bloomington. But uh, I took a moment to spotlight the Uh, upcoming what I used to call Cuban or North Korea, uh, North Korean trash collection system or East German trash collection system uh, that they've uh, been imposing on places like Bloomington and Minneapolis. The one in St. Paul that they're going to be voting on probably next week has more in common with uh, the trash system, the Sopranos. Basically, it's uh, the meeting of the 15 families in the city getting together and organizing who gets what turf. And you pretty much get whatever turf that the city wants you to have. And they'll make you an offer you can't refuse when it comes to your trash. And if you don't wanna pay if you don't want to pay more, that's fine. You'll take whatever you'll then you'll do without trash. You'll have to haul it to the city dump all on your own. And you'll probably have the city goons scouting around wondering why you don't have a dumpster out behind your house and say, Well, I don't want to pay the dumpster. I just wanna haul my own trash to the dump. That means you'll have someone from the city. it be a shame if all of your garbage were to break. I'm sorry. That's what we're looking at in St. Paul. Uh, And it's going to be a step back. It's going to be more expensive. The service is going to, well, I don't want to assume the service is going to be worse. Because in Minneapolis, they were told that municipal trash collection would mean that trash found out on the streets would be picked up without someone having to bite the bill for it, which, by the way, is what happens in St. Paul right now. Someone doesn't pay for trash, they dump your trash on your property, you're responsible for getting rid of the trash. I've had that happen. I've had people dump junk behind my garage, and I've had the city come up saying, yeah, you got to get rid of this junk behind your garage. This some, these idiots across the street who didn't have any trash uh, collection paid for, and when they moved out, they dumped all their junk behind my garage. I don't care. Yon, yon, yon. Move it yourself. That was all supposed to come to an end when Minneapolis adopted soviet-style trash collection decades ago and i'm here to tell you you can find trash on the streets of north minneapolis heck you can find it in parts of south minneapolis you don't have to look that hard 651-289-4488 is line one up for talking let's uh, go to bloomington rod welcome to the northern alliance radio network
9: Mitch, someday a real rain will come down and wash all the scum off the street. Taxi driver was on last night, so why say that? Well done. (laughs) Thank you, thank you, thank you. So yeah, Bloomington. Oh, yeah we we were promised we were promised the moon, but they gave us oh yeah, but uh, they uh, promised us that that we could choose to have it picked up every other week, the prices were going to go su- substantially lower, and, and so on and so forth, and it was really quite uh, the opposite.
4: Well, exactly what happened. I mean, you, were pro- you made promises. What did the, uh, the city's North Korean-style trash collection system actually deliver?
9: Well, it's, it's, it's maybe a dollar cheaper, okay. but, of course, you, you, you lose out on all your choice, Right. And I, I, I did run out there and meet the guy that comes comes by and and picks picks up every Wednesday morning. Jim's a nice guy, uh, but
1: uh, it, it, it's it's they've,
9: they've, it, gets, they've it, gets, it gets put under my water bill, and okay. and I can't see exactly what's going on. And if I choose to want to do something different, I'm really my hands are really tied to to that.
4: Absolutely. And that's one of the things that, I, that and by the way, they published a, a while ago, they published the rates in St. Paul. And I've, like I said, I have I went with a Ma and Pa operation from West St. Paul that runs a very tight ship. It's pretty, almost literally Ma and Pa. I mean, Ma runs the billing back in the office and, and dispatches the trucks. And Pa is out there probably with the kids for all I know, and a couple of hired help driving a couple of trucks around St. Paul uh, five days a week. That's what they do. And They run a pretty tight ship, and they they do a good value for the money. It's cheaper, 5 bucks a month cheaper than the rate that the city publicized in the last round of uh, negotiations. Now, has that rate changed? I don't know. It doesn't matter because once it's tacked onto some other bill, just like your income tax— that's one of the reasons they went with withholding taxes because if it's buried in a check stub somewhere, uh, you don't notice the taxes you're paying nearly as much as when you have to write them out yourself. As by the way, I do because I'm a sole, uh, I'm a, I'm a S corp, a uh, independent contractor, and I have to send once a month or at least once a quarter in some cases taxes to the feds and the state, and it comes right out of my bottom line, and it hurts. It hurts so bad. I hate it. Uh, and and uh, who knows if I go back to a W two job, I'll go back to not seeing how much of my labor is going to support useless weasels like uh, like like these like these people who come up with these stupid plans. Because of course th- the price increase is not going to go to the the ma and pa garbage collector in West St. Paul. It's not going to go really to any of the trash collectors. It's going to go to the city bureaucrats, who will need to administer the system to make sure it meets federal codes uh, for Human Resources Administration to make sure that uh, Title IX and and all federal equal employment opportunity laws are upheld by the fifteen different contractors to make sure that uh, to to make sure that the level of service isn't any less in in crummy neighborhoods than it is in Crocus Hill. And Irvine Park and St. Anthony Park. Uh, By the way, these people will need union-scale salaries, union-scale benefits, the Cadillac union health benefits that are exempt from the Obamacare regulations, and, of course, union pensions that we will be paying. And by by we, I mean we in St. Paul, but also all of you in Minnesota will be paying when St. Paul's pension system breaks down completely. And by the way, if if it has been taken over by the state already, it doesn't matter. You're all going to be paying for it one way or the other. What's three more among tens of thousands of people who will be earning high five and low six-figure pension incomes for the rest of their lives? Party time on the taxpayer! It's just another way that the city, state, county, feds, but especially the city in places like Minneapolis and St. Paul, transfer money from you, the taxpayer, to the political class. And and by the way, it's the worst when you're in Minneapolis and St. Paul and Bloomington and Duluth and Mankato and other cities controlled by the DFL, other cities that see government as being a vehicle for transferring money from taxpayers to their favored classes, and no class do they favor more than them the government, government and its employees, the political class, meaning the DFL in those cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Duluth, Rochester, more and more these days, Mankato, but also Bloomington, Roseville, more and more, Woodbury, Richfield, some of the other, I mean, most of the first-tier suburbs are pretty well gone. That's why it's been so very, very gratifying to watch uh, Crystal the city of Crystal fight back and and fight back successfully so far. I mean, electing a a city council and a mayor that are that are sharing power between conservative between Republicans. And libertarians, for crying out loud, it just shows there is some hope out there. Uh, Crystal is, I think, a second-tier suburb technically, but it's next to Robbinsdale and, and no hope. And it's hard to tell which is is which is first and which is second-tier anymore. It's close enough. We'll just call it that. So there is some hope out there. But if you look in places like Roseville, uh, Oakdale, Egan getting, is getting worse and worse at this these days. Mendota Heights is... is is, is falling by the wayside. Uh, Bloomington, Richfield, long gone. Long. Edina, pfft, uh, you might as well give up on Edina these days. I'm sorry to say, I don't give up. I mean, there's some good people fighting uh, the fight in places like Edina uh, and Bloomington, for that matter, one of whom Larry Frost will be talking to in just a few moments here. But it's it's just like a bad case of liver cancer. It's metastasizing to all the other areas around Uh, around the, the actual infected area. And you're seeing government being turned into a mechanism for supporting the political class, the DFL, its office holders, the the government class, and the the nonprofit class that supports them to a T. Let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll be talking with Larry Frost, who is running uh, for city council in Bloomington. Uh, take 651. The and the trash. Do it. Take, 651-289-4488. No this is the uh, song they sing at the Bloomington Municipal burn. Trash Board every morning. Gonna rock and roll no And then, more. then they laugh. Yeah, yeah. Northern Alliance Radio Network AM 1280 just the Patriot. Go
1: that, dust with that, Get all that
5: out you Don't go out night. Yeah,
0: yeah. Don't talk back. Just... AM 1280 the Patriot.
8: Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? Hi, Alyssa here with AM1280 The Patriot, and we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school. This is a program we have had for five years now, and it has helped many families get into the school of their dreams. We are in the thick of open house season right now, so the timing couldn't be better. If you find a school you would like your child to attend, call me at 651 289 to see if that school is one of the schools we have a partnership with. It's that simple. This isn't a financial aid program. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call AM 1280 The Patriot today at 651-289-4406 to take advantage of our half-off tuition program. That's AM 1280 The Patriot at 651-289-4406.
6: Are you looking to change your cleaning service? Hi, this is Jessica Carter, and I'm the owner of CTC Professionals. We specialize in cleaning offices, car dealerships, and small businesses. One of the main things that makes us different is... The fact that we are small, family-owned, and that enables us to offer affordable pricing. The first thing that I will do is meet with you, do a walkthrough of your facility, go over in detail what exactly you'd like done, and I ensure that it gets done at every cleaning. We use a detailed checklist, and we pay close attention to detail, and you're going to see that after each cleaning. So here's a no-risk offer for you. Try us free for one week. We'll clean your business. And then we'll ask you if you can tell the difference between what we do and your current cleaning company. No obligation, risk-free. We're CTC professionals. We would love to clean your business. So call me today at 651-404-0132.
0: An important message from Medicare.
3: It's Medicare open enrollment now through December 7th.
2: Time to go online and look at all your Medicare plan choices, like prescription drug plans and Medicare Advantage plans from private insurers. Look for lower costs, more benefits. I'm open to that. Every year, plans change. So can your health needs. Open to something better? Start today. Use the tools at Medicare.gov or call 1 800 Medicare.
0: Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. As
1: Winston Churchill said, all the great things are simple and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with the law firm of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Join me Sundays for the Justice Hour. We'll talk politics, Israel, and the law with prominent newsmakers. The Justice Hour, Sundays at 4 p.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Parker Daniels Keyboard, wise counsel winning results. Go to parkerdk.com.
4: AM 1280, The Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network You can see a a black market for trash uh, hauling forming People hanging around projects Bidding to take your garbage away for inflated prices You can't afford your own throwing it into the uh, trunks of cars and dumping it out in in crocus hill on the street why yes i've been watching the wire too much how can you tell northern alliance radio network 651-289-4488 making Talk radio. Great. Again, it's my pleasure to welcome to the broadcast a candidate for Bloomington City Council and one who knows wherever he speaks uh, when it comes to the resistance against uh, the Cuban, uh, North Korean, East German style trash uh, collection complex, uh, among many other issues that are besetting Bloomington at Bloomington as uh, the DFL madness moves its way south. Uh, To be replaced by new waves of DFL madness, we'll be talking about next hour in Minneapolis itself. Our next guest, please welcome Larry Frost to the broadcast. Larry, welcome to the Northern Alliance.
3: Hey Mitch, thank you for having me.
4: My my pleasure to have you uh, on board here today, uh, Larry. You uh, descri- you are running for Bloomington City Council. You were introduced by uh, friends of ours in good standing who have been active in the uh, Bloomington uh, conservative political uh, tradition for the last uh, for, for a number of years now. D- d- tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell the audience a little bit about yourself and why you decided to run for the Bloomington City Council.
3: Um, we've lived here for sixteen years. We moved in five days before nine one one when I was still on active duty. Um, my family likes this town. My kids went to school here. Uh, after I retired from the, the Army, uh, I went to law school and set up my practice here, and I'd like to give something back to the community. It's a great community.
4: It's a, it is a great community. I, I, like, I, like, I like Bloomington. I've always liked Bloomington like I've always liked St. Paul. I mean, I love the city. Can't stand its government. More and more, the government of Bloomington is turning into a Minneapolis junior as apparently people fleeing Minneapolis uh, come to Bloomington and bring their noxious politics with them. Uh, Let's talk talk about what uh, prompted you to to run uh, for office uh, in in, in Bloomington, Larry Frost.
3: Well, the two things. The the immediate one, the one that got me on the path of actually doing the stuff I needed to run, was the whole issue of selling our parks. My opponent uh, has pushed forward and supported and voted for this idea of selling nine acres of Highland Greens to make apartments. Um, and, and his his reason and the reason the council gave for it was, well, our business leaders are telling us we need more residency here. And to which my answer, as, as someone who's you know a constitutionalist, is if businesses need more apartments, let them build them. And maybe you can get out of the way and change the regulations to make that possible. But <laughs> yeah. don't sell our parkland to give them what they need.
4: <laughs> it's right. Yeah, there's an awful lot of land around the Mall of America, which is pretty desirable real estate that's zoned for... Little tiny ticky tack post war houses that would probably make great apartments given the location. It's funny how the Bloomington City Council isn't rezoning that area.
3: <laughs> well, not only but they're talking about this huge boondoggle of a project in the in the South Loop, which is for the World's Fair. And I haven't seen any plans to make uh, the building they're going to do there easily convertible into housing once they're done. So there's a lot of common sense stuff that they're they're just not doing. Um, you can see some of it if, if you have people go to my my website at www.frostfordcouncil.com, or they can give me a call directly six one two eight three nine five one three two. I'll take calls as I will when I'm a councilman, and then I'll talk about the issues with them.
4: Excellent. Now we've of course been talking about the uh, the uh, the decision or the impending decision by the city of Saint Paul to impose not really the North Korean style. Uh, East German style trash collection, uh, perhaps Cuban style trash collection that uh, Minneapolis has. I believe Bloomington has opted for, but in fact, more of a, of a Tony Soprano style <laughs> trash system. Uh, what's what's the what's the world of trash like in Bloomington? You, I, as I'm told, you were involved in the fight against the uh, the, the socialization of trash collection in, in Bloomington. How's uh, how's the trash situation going?
3: Well, first, I don't want to take credit for that. I did a little bit, but you know some of the people who did a lot more. Um, so, no, that wasn't really my issue. I wasn't okay. the leader on it. But I certainly opposed it, and as a councilman, I would try to reverse it. Those things are reversible. Um, recently, I'm told that our mayor when uh, actually said at a meeting, uh, a public meeting, that, oh, my gosh, they they shafted us. I'll use the word they shafted us. <laughs> uh, he was referring to the fact that uh, that uh, evidently some of the places are just barely collecting 50% of the 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 houses on each route, and they're evidently allowed to do that and not be dinged for it. Now, I haven't, I haven't checked this. I'm told this by a reliable source, but I haven't checked it. But maybe even our mayor is having second thoughts about this collectivized trash nonsense. I'm like you. I had, I had two or three different ones. I tried them out. I found a small operation, Randy's, who just great, great service. Oh, yeah. I felt like they're part of our family, and now I can't deal with it.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I don't I mind Highland. Uh, who I endorse highly. I, whatever neighborhood in St. Paul you draw, if you if you if you draw Highland, you'll, you're in great hands. Uh, not to, I'm, they're not giving me any any consideration for that uh, for that mention either. By the way, just to be in full disclosure here. So, other issues you're involved in. What's uh, if you are elected to this? By the way, what uh, what part of uh, of Bloomington are you running to represent?
3: I'm running in District Three, which is Northwest Bloomington, running all the way over to uh, all the way over to 35W and a little bit beyond it. Okay. Um, I, well, okay, look, one of the things my opponent did was actually they, they've imposed a tax. They call it a franchise freak, but they've imposed a tax for the first time on churches and nonprofits in Bloomington. And my my opponent actually said he wanted it to be double what they actually voted for. I got a friend who's a, a church member here who tells me that's costing them about 1200 bucks a year. So you take nonprofits, we're trying to do some good in the city, and the city's reached their hand into their pocket and taking money away from people who are actually doing good and and given it to the city. Uh, I don't know if you're you're a student of history, but Alexander de Tocqueville had a whole chapter in his book, uh, Democracy in America, about all the associations Americans used to have Yep. Those private associations have been driven out of business by the government, and that's a bad thing.
4: Absolutely. In fact, in fact that, that at one point was a vehicle for solving potentially, at least making a huge dent in the health care crisis, was these fraternal organizations that the, uh, the, the, social, the slow private-public partnership of the socialization of health care have brought you driven out of the, entirely driven out of yep. the industry. Absolutely. So what other problems? Let's talk about your first 100 days in office should you get elected, uh, Larry Frost. What's your agenda?
3: Well, okay, one of the things I think I do is start asking some hard questions about the former councilman who I replaced. Why he's taken political contributions from Lockridge Grindle Nowen, uh, whose lobbyist Ann Lancheski is the one who sneaked language into the Minnesota River Bottoms Trails Act, specifying that the pardon runs past Bloomington has to be paved. Guess who one of her one of her firm's clients is now? It's one of the people that would get that would bid on that contract. And my opponent got a big political contribution from that firm, Lockridge Brindle Now. I'd be asking why that was, and I, I also wouldn't do anything like that myself. Well,
4: that would um, be a great start. Uh, Larry Frost, uh, we, we wound up drawing a short segment this time here. How can people find out more about you and your campaign uh, coming up for the election on Tuesday?
3: They can go to www.frostforcouncil.com. Or well, they can call me personally at 612-839-5132. And by the way, any people who are against the trash collection, anybody who's against um, the uh, sale of Highland Greens, if you got signs, call me, and I'll go put one of my signs with yours.
4: Absolutely. From, uh, from your mouth to God's ears uh, to everyone's ears. Thank you very much, Larry Frost. Best of luck on Tuesday. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. We'll be talking about the Minneapolis mayoral elections when we come up next. Go nowhere. It's the Northern Alliance.
5: Do you need to catch up on your life savings and investments? Do you know that right now we are very likely in the first year of a new bull market? William O'Neill, editor of the Investor's Business Daily and author of many great stock trading books, has said that the most money is made in the first year of a new bull market. My family has believed this and experienced it for many generations. I'm David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've taught our family methods of stock trading and investing in most of the major cities around the nation for many years with the goal of having many of our clients trade for a living. You don't have to do that unless you want to fire your boss. But wouldn't it be great to take the confusing world of investing and find it understandable, even simple and fun? That is what can happen when you attend a Tradeway event called Step 1 Start Your Journey. You'll learn how the stock market works, how to spot patterns, how to know when to buy and sell a stock, how to even know how to pick your own stocks, and when it might be better to stay in cash. You'll leave the event more confident in your family's financial future and secure in Tradeway's ability to support you along the way. You can bring your entire family for only $99.95. Plus, you'll receive an extra ticket to bring a friend. And at the end of the two days, if you don't love it, you can get your money back. doesn't get better than that. So come take your first step to financial freedom and attend our live two-day event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. Coming to the Minneapolis Marriott
1: West, December 1st and 2nd. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com.
7: My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says
9: I was her big surprise.
5: My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America. The billboard people, if you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at one Eight hundred three six six seven 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 three, or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being eighteen days from conception. Pro
7: America, the
0: billboard people. This is